Welcome to episode 11 of the Comedy Defects Podcast. My name is Winter Fonander. I'm a comedian. I'm the host of the show. This episode, episode 11, is with a very good friend of mine, Mr. Jim Daly. Now, Jim is a football parody specialist. He is... He has over 3,000 followers on YouTube. I got him on here. Now, I had to edit out so much laughing because we got on so well. I have a lot of fun with Jim. We were just being silly. It was great. We talk about networking, about where to share your content, about the joy of creating these pieces. And it was great talking to Jim because he's talking about finding your voice online. And finding your voice online helps you find your voice offline as well. Because you know where you're coming from. You know what you're talking about. It's great to meet different people while I'm doing this because everyone's got a different energy. And Jim, we just it was hard to kind of keep the energy down trying to focus on what we were talking about because we're having so much fun. If you want to follow the podcast, we're on Twitter at The Comedy Defect. If you want to follow me, I'm on Twitter at Winterphonander. If you want to come see my live stand-up dates, you can find them on my website website, which is winterphonander.com. If you like this podcast and you want to donate, we're on Patreon. Just go to Patreon, type in The Comedy Defect Podcast and donate as much or as little as you want. But you can't kick something back to us. Just leave us a nice review, share your favourite episode, because it all helps. That's going to be it for me. So enjoy this episode with football parody guy, Mr. Jim Daly. It's awkward. Yeah, you get everything just in case it's you know it's gold. Yeah, because because you some, yeah as you say you sometimes you get the the best stuff because it's just fresh, doesn't it? Yeah, like, exactly. Oh, great, nice and then you try and do it again, yeah. and it's like you've done it. I know. You're just like, oh, we, we we know you've talked about this already, but yeah, you, know, you thought it was a great bit. We're just going to bring <laughs> exactly. it back. Oh no! But we, and then it's a lot shorter. It's like yeah, went on for a lot longer than last time. It's like you're an actor doing your lines. Yeah, just going over it. Jim Daly's here with me at the Comedy Defect. How you doing, Jim? You Hello, right? I'm good. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. I've been looking at your stuff online and. Uh, You've uh, done a lot of stuff. You, you've got um, done nearly all the football podcasts, haven't you? <laughs> I've done the rounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done the rounds. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Football was, you know, it's weird. Like you don't want to like get pigeonholed doing something, but then yeah. you also want to like do what your strengths are. So like, obviously, I'm really into football. Love mm. it. Have been since I was a kid. So then, like, well, I got do all this football stuff. Then after a while, you feel like you become like a football guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jamie, the football guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, like, Miranda, my girlfriend Miranda, the other day was talking about. I think she was trying to get us onto game shows. Yeah. Because uh, she loves game shows. What then. kind? Deal or No Deal. Okay. I want to say the one that's like the with Ben Shepherd. That's like the Funfair game. Not the fun. The one that's on the pier. What's it called? Pushing Point. Tipping right. Point. Okay. No, you know the know. one. I don't know. It's like the mate. penny game on the on the pier. Right. And they've literally just gone. Let's make this a game show. Okay. So um, and it's terrible. But anyway, she was like, they want to know what your thing is. Like, what's yeah. your thing? What's, if you were like on a game show or you're on reality TV, what's your thing? Mm. Miranda's would like be musical. She's like a trained actress, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Well, you also be football." I was like, right. "No, I'm not. Listen, I'm not just a football guy. I'm into loads of other stuff." Mm-hmm. But then I thought about it, and I think maybe I am just a football but guy. But what do you do in that game? Tipping point. You, you, you're a football guy, and she's a, an actress. Yeah, a musical actress. So, so what, what would you be doing on that TV show? So it's just general, general knowledge. Oh right, okay. you get asked general knowledge. Right, but you know when like people were like, uh-huh. oh, so, you know when that presenter was like, so Jim, you're uh, I hear you're into football mm-hmm. kind of thing, and they talk about yeah, oh, I love football, etc. But it'd be nice to be something else. So, yeah, well, but well, then winter, what is my? I don't know if I have another thing. That, that's okay. <laughs> you're, you're specialising, which is good. You know, you're not, <laughs> not you're not master of none. You're like, yeah, football, this is my thing. Yeah. Okay, I'm nailing this down. I guess it's good to. Play to what you know. It's what you Definitely. know. I don't know a lot of things, but I know yeah. about football. Hey, dude, I don't know a lot of things either. That's why I've got a plan to read this Guinness Book Encyclopedia behind me. My plan is to read 30 pages of it a day 
Uh, well, I haven't started yet, but I'm going to do it. Uh, it's on the list. I keep, say, I keep threatening to do it, but yeah. I want to read it and, and then write as many one-liners as I can out of those nice. 30 pages. that's good. That's my idea, but like people keep telling me to watch things. They're, oh, Winter, you really like this show. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm going to do it. And I've got I've down to last, the last two uh, series that people have told me, like X-Files. I'm going to watch it from the start. Never seen it. Um, never I've never seen, seen it. it. All right, well, there's 200 episodes, right? So oh, you God. might not get into it, but I'm, I'm I'm watching The Office now. It's the last the last one of the two. The English ones. one. Uh, the American one. The American one. It's supposed yeah, to be, like, it's better than the English one? It is, it? and they, they really milked it. They did nine seasons of it. Like, they you know, always do in America. But, but, like, the first season uh, of the American one was really, they kept with the format for the English one, mm. and then they, they mixed it up a bit. Okay, fine, we're going to do our own thing now. We'll yeah. make it better, and we'll make it more yeah. American. And it was really good. Yeah. But, as I say, I digress hugely. But, uh, yeah, I'm kind of scattergunning at the moment. I'm, I'm just draw, trawling for knowledge at the moment. Trawling but I think for, that's, uh, I think that's good, isn't it? It's good to always hmm. be looking for... I mean, God, if you're writing jokes, that's great. I never, mm. I never write anything. Well, really? that's not true, but I never... You know, feel like you should be writing more every yeah. day. I don't appreciate it, but you, you're a parody guy, aren't you, really? That's, that's, yeah. that's what you, you do. Yeah, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to do more... I'm trying to not move away from that, but do more straight stand-up mm. stuff. Just, just so you've got more in your locker, basically. Yeah. More in your back pocket. Your arsenal. Um, no my my arsenal. Uh, very hey. good. <laughs> very good. <laughs> my football knowledge. <laughs> over with. <laughs> football joke done. Uh, sit, sit. Uh, <laughs> Back um, of the net. Oh! oh very good. <laughs> <laughs> One nil we can get. Oh, God. Sure. Oh, that joke. <laughs> um, but... but yeah, I do like doing the parody stuff. I like doing it. It's fun. Yeah. I like doing it. It's, it's fun a bit like, joy, isn't it? I, I do like doing it, mm. yeah. Writing a parody song is just... It's so much fun. It's like you get that kind of buzz. Mm. I guess it's the same as like writing a good joke as well. You just you, know, you get that kind of energy where you're like, yeah. oh, this is great, and you feel like it's really working. So, yeah, but that's kind of difficult as well, trying to write... Parent Otto's joining us. No, he's not. You hey, go buddy. On. You go to bed. <laughs> go on. Go to bed. You look so sad. He is sad. I beat him all the time. That is my father. <laughs> His name is Otto. He's very he's German. <laughs> yeah, so it's, um, yeah, I'm trying to write more. The problem is as well, you know, when you get like a couple of good parody songs that you're doing in mm-hmm. sets, you just find you do them all the time, yeah. and I'm just so sick of doing the same song. Uh, and you sick, sick of the applause afterwards. Well. Oh, <laughs> don't, gets, don't clap for this! Don't clap, lad! <laughs> How many times I've done this? <laughs> it's hard. I've got so many ideas for, like, new stuff, but it's just, like, actually doing it. It's mm. like sitting down and actually doing it and making it into a thing. And then from getting it from writing to actually, like, doing it on stage, because... Mm. I don't mind doing new jokes and stuff. You can sort of slip new jokes into your 10 or 15 minutes or whatever you're doing, can't you? Mm. Doing a whole new song, like, if you get that wrong, and I do it to backing tracks as well, so I don't do it on guitar or anything, Mm because I made a decision early on that I'm not good enough at guitar or piano to do it on stage. Mm. I think if you come on stage and you've got, like, a big keyboard or guitar, the audience are like... Well, this guy's going to be great at guitar. Yeah. And then you're like, really bad. Yeah. They're like, what's this guy doing? This is awful. You have to be competent. And you're right. And not only do the audience judge you for it, you know, when you get home, you take that instrument home and it sits in the corner judging <laughs> you <laughs> as well. You, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And you can put it in, like, the case. You can put it in the case. It's still there. It's, you can hear it. It just it's slightly <laughs> muffled, the judgment, isn't it? Exactly. It, oh, mate, I had the same thing. I tried to uh, learn piano. I was like, oh, no, I'm shit at this. I'm so bad at playing piano. <laughs> I tried, and I had a girlfriend that played piano, I was like, and it was fine for a while, I was like, no, I just, I hate this. And then, <laughs> and then I tried the guitar, and I had the guitar because a friend of mine did a backing track for it, I did a one musical song on my first start ages ago. Yeah. And, uh, 
I, I, it was about breaking up and engagement, whatever. It was, it was a horror, horrific, really cathartic song that was just <laughs> went really well. It was full of venom. And then I, I had a backing track for that. But I was like, no, I'll learn this song. And then, of course, by the time I came to do the song again, I was already over all that stuff. So <laughs> I didn't have any feeling in it whatsoever. I was just like, oh, I'm just doing this for laughs. Well, yeah. You know, how long ago was that? Well, that was 10 years ago. A long time ago. Exactly. Yeah, so, um, exactly. But yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it, well, fair play, man. It's hard to kind of, Keep on that, and if someone heckles you, they just you're you're gone. Uh, is it? You have to. Is that, well, that's the thing. If you've got a guitar, you can break off from the song, and you mm. can talk to the audience. Stuff. If you're doing if you're doing a backing track, you got to plow on through. Unless you're doing, unless you can do uh, sort of uh, manage the iPod from stage, then mm. I guess you could stop it. I've never had to do that. I've had a few gigs where like they've they've been in a tough room and mm. they've talked through the song. Right. But my hope then is that the backing track is so loud. Yeah. And no one else can hear yeah. them, and everyone else is just concentrating on you and not listening to them. But mm. I had, if you had one at the hideaway in Streatham, and that was a really, really tough. And the, the there was a the headliner was a guy called uh, Frank Sinatra. You ever seen him? No. <laughs> it's literally what it sounds like. He's a Frank Sinatra impersonator who sings like Nazi, not Nazi songs, but like really out there songs. Yeah, it's actually really, really funny, and he's a really nice guy off stage. But like the, there was a whole table down the front there to see him, and they mm. were just. Wankers, oh, no. and they were literally only there to see the headliner. Oh, right. weren't there to, didn't care about anyone else. Mm. And so, through everyone else's act, they talked and talked and stuff. Yeah. And through mine, they talked. And I was like, I'm gonna do this song. I'm gonna just power through the song, and be fine. And they talked so loudly through the song, everyone else, everyone else in the room could hear it. And it was just two minutes of just me just dying and just hating it. Is that is that the one where they've got like kind of a keyhole in the? Yes, yeah, I played yeah. that room about a couple of months ago. Yeah, and it's a really nice room. Yeah, they were, you have to really lean into them to kind of get anything out of them, yeah. isn't it? Was well, it the sun, Sunday night? Sunday night one? I, I think. Night? I, can't remember. I think it was a Friday night. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I was, I was like, well, what's wrong with these guys? You yeah. wouldn't be like a, a real. They wanted to be a dick to them. It feels the room also has like a. It almost feels. It's like a jazz room, isn't yeah. it? So it feels relaxed. It doesn't really feel like a comedy room. No, it feels true. like a room where you sit there at, at the table and just sort of sit and relax. You know, it's mm. different. Whereas, like, I don't know you, I like a comedy room to be focused. Long, a long room, yeah. small ceilings. They're in rows. They're not on tables. They're near. They're near the front. Mm. They literally can't get away from the stage. Exactly. They know they're an audience. They're and funneled. They know what to do. They're funneled. They're funneled. They're exactly. Just, they're locked in. Exactly. Shoulder to shoulder. You know. <laughs> exactly. and they're, 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 it's like they're on a ride at Chessington. Like the bar comes down and they're just in. Exactly. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say that horrific line that everyone knows. No, we are better than that. Everyone is better than that. <laughs> but you want to feel awkward for getting up to go to the toilet yeah, and exactly. everyone judges them when they exactly. get up to go. Yeah, Listen, you've got a break. You've got two breaks, probably. You can get up during the break. You've got, you've got a maximum time you've got to sit. Yeah, just feel so bad I'm getting all my anger. Maximum time you've got to sit at a comedy show is 25 minutes, half an hour, maybe. Mm. Headli- headliner might do 40 if it's yeah. Edinburgh or whatever. Mm. So that's as long as you've got to sit. You can wait for a drink. You can wait for the toilet. Exactly. It annoys me so much when people get up during... Set, oh, of course, it gives you a chance to then take the piss out of them. Yeah. But I just think it's kind of it's a respect thing as well. Be mm. respectful of the night, you know. And it's like, and the the, the headliner usually only gets that respect because oh well, he's done last, he must get more. <laughs> exactly. And, exactly. Then, and then the other people are oh well, these guys are the newer acts. We don't have to pay them any attention. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I've even seen that. Maybe you've never even seen the headliner on TV, but he's still got that acclaim because he's it? headliner. Yeah. And the only really night I've ever headlined it because like I didn't need to go home so early, mm. or because. 
I don't know, I turned up late. Fine, you can go on the end. Default headliner! Yes. <laughs> I'm going on last. <laughs> <laughs> that counts. This should go so much Not better. a paid gig, but I don't care. <laughs> exactly. Uh, oh, nice. No, I closed it. I closed oh, it. Oh, closed yeah. it. Yeah. Was anyone left? No, there was no one there. Is that night still running? No, it's closed. <laughs> I literally closed the night. Yeah. I ended that night. <laughs> But um, yeah, so what do you what do you do in the day, Jim? I mean, you work from home, don't you? Uh, so I work from home. I write. Mm. I'm a writer, which oh. sounds a lot more romantic than it is. Mm. Um, can you guess what about? Football, maybe? Correct, football. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a football guy. Um, I write about, I do freelance work at the Daily Mirror, um, which is, I have to go into the office and mm. ship over They're a really nice bunch. That's great. And I've managed to carve out a niche there where I, I sort of, I'm like the sort of office idiot. Which, aka, means don't have to do much work. <laughs> just work when it needs to be done. Yeah. But most of the time, just kind of muck around. Not muck around. Though. They're probably going to hear this. Insane um, officer is what you're exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But they're such nice guys. Like yeah. there's a really nice environment there, and they're a good bunch. Um, and then otherwise, I work from home for other people doing doing writing and stuff, writing mm. about football, trying to write about more comedy stuff. Mm. Ever write for News Review? Oh yes. London, no um, sketch show. I had Phil Alexander on as well, and he was talking yeah. about he does a lot of satire parodies yeah. um, for for the news review yes. as well. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. Worth doing. They oh, pay yeah. a bit, not mm. a lot, depending on how long your, ske- your sketch goes on for. Okay. So I went through a stage of writing loads to them, but the problem mm. with that is none of it's guaranteed, so you can sit at home and write, 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 which mm-hmm. is good anyway. It's not bad to write, is it? And then you send it all off to them, and then you get the running lists back a few weeks later, and like, none of your stuff gets used, and you're like, well, that was pointless. Oh. Um, but it's good, to, I guess it's still good to write, so mm. I need to do more for them. Keeps the muscle going, yeah. Definitely. Mm. And then sometimes you write something, and you're like, oh, I'm going to keep this for myself, actually. Yeah, exactly. Kind of, actually, yeah. I think I'm going to have this one. The precious. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't let anyone else know this. Yeah. Um, and then just try and do more. Just, yeah. just trying to do more for from the comedy side of things, mm. and get more money from that. But as you know, it's... Tough man, it's Hard really yeah. tough to actually chipping away at it. As I say, I say that you know the 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 what's what the world needs more podcasts. <laughs> just kind of pe- more comedians talking. Like oh, it's really hard. Yeah, it's, you find it hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really hard. I mean, really, it just becomes like a, a self help thing, doesn't it? Yeah, it's like, definitely. Oh god, we're feeling the same yeah. thing about comedy. And and then other comedians <laughs> listening and like, yeah, I knew they weren't doing so well. That's great. That makes <laughs> me feel better about myself. <laughs> what you want in the ideal world, I want all of us to be doing well. Like, mm. There are so many great people on the circuit. Who are not getting either getting paid gigs or mm. cracking on? Who we all know are brilliant. Mm-hmm. Who have either been around for ages or are new people coming through. Yeah, I feel like we should all be making more money from stand up, or we should at least be more opportunities for us to do it. And I think at the moment there's a real lack, I think, of genuine mm-hmm. paid opportunity. There's a lot, but they want more TV names. They want more famous people, whether they're famous on the internet or whatever. Which is another thing I'm trying to do, which is tough as well. Mm. But I think there's good people out there. There's a lot of free shows and people, promoters that don't pay, and I understand why, because running a night is tough, and mm. trying to make money just to keep the night going, let alone pay your acts and stuff, but it's got into this kind of mindset now where I think it's okay to, to not pay acts, yeah. and it's okay just to be like, hey, it's for the experience of all the progression and stuff. Yeah. And exposure. Exposure. Mm. But actually, if you could pay your acts, even if it was 20, 25 quid mm. here and there, it would mm. make a world of difference. Mm. You'd get so much more commitment from yeah. acts. And you'd I think you'd get better shows, and you just you'd get an, a nicer industry, I think. And at least, at least, just pay them just for the look on their face when they <laughs> you know, just surprise yeah. them. Go, there you go, go. I did a really nice gig the other night. Uh, it was unpaid. It was called Yellow Comedy. Oh yeah, yeah. From what, Andrew Carberry. Yes, mm-hmm. first time I'd done one of their gigs, and it was really nice. And it was in a, a cafe, a sort of little cafe in Croxley Green. Super nice gig, really mm-hmm. nice audience. 
And in half time, he plays this uh, plays, um, heads or tails, like the, the sort of kids show, kids right. game that you do mm-hmm. in the break. And the prize was like four pounds or something. Right. And I was really excited about playing because I thought I might get a paid gig <laughs> if I won this game, which would be four quid. I was like, well, that's, yeah. that counts as a paid gig. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't win. Oh, so unfortunately. Um, <clears throat> but that's that's what it comes down to. You, you get. Yeah. You just. You'd be nice just to get. It's even. It's not even just like money. So you'd be like, "Well, now I'm a pro comedian. I can live mm-hmm. off this because you wouldn't be able to." But it's just the acknowledgement of mm. what you do is worth paying yeah. for because it's it's, it's it's an art. It's an art form, mm-hmm. isn't it? What we're all doing. Mm-hmm. So and it is a respect thing. Yeah. Mm. So you put many years into the writing and the performing, the trying yeah, and testing exactly. things out. It's it's just getting that uh, as a it's a confidence boost and, and success. Yeah. Breed success, definitely. Because otherwise, you're just going to get become even more embittered. Exactly. Because they say that you know, art comes from despair. You know, <laughs> tragedy plus time, isn't it? Yeah. But it's like, but I think that if you have too much tragedy, then you start to pull out things which are people can't relate to that are too dark or too kind of like you know, um, yeah. just. Oh, they just they just go too deep into unless, it. unless you're that kind of comedian, I guess. Like yeah. I'm not. Or you can I'm make not. it funny if you can really like just yeah. struggle in in like in a dark room somewhere, just like <laughs> <laughs> with your emotions going. Oh, I'm gonna write something. I'm gonna make this into something good. I can't do can, that. But it's like, look at look, I guess like Mark Maron. You know, he kind of yeah. he, he just kind of went in, sort of pulled something out of himself, and go, oh, just you know, oh god, I I hate everything, and and that was his. But then his he had to life. get. I mean, he had to get so dark. It's like Rob Delaney had to have a car crash, you know, mm-hmm. and then have to so bad. Yeah. So then come back from it. I, mm. I can't. I, but I also feel like I'm that kind of comedian on stage that's just happy-go-lucky and just mm. friendly. I think it'd be weird if I then started doing material about how I want to kill myself. Or you know, yeah. I mean, like it wouldn't scan with you. No, I get it. I get it. How old are you, Jim? Thirty-two. Are you thirty-two. I get it. Come. Oh, I got a lot of kids. I got that to look forward to. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm unmarried. I'm I don't pushing. own a house on a day too, so I'm, I got all that. Mate, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm no creak, kids. I'm creaking towards forty now, right? No way, yeah, seriously. Yeah, seriously. You yeah. Your uh, no, I'm, I'm, cre- I'm on the way. I'm, I'm the cost, dude. I'm, as my brother <laughs> creaking, says, creaking, literally creaking. Yeah, my, I'm, as my brother says to me, I'm licking the arse of forty. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, oh, it's thing. Yeah, it's not even a good arse either. It's <laughs> the hairy, dirty arse of forty. That's what oh, I'm looking. Brilliant. So yeah, that that'll come to. Because I, I I would full time. Yeah, I just thought I'd say that. Because <laughs> 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 uh, I thought like you know if I'm gonna That'll ruin my life, I'm yeah. gonna do it now. So I can, yeah. I, you know I can hit the bottom and then like come back up when I went full time. I you know I was like dreamer saying that. Yeah, it's just it's. And I just wanted to see how, how it would go, you know? And it's, yeah. it's going okay, but I, the first two months, I was fucking unbearable, Jim. I was just like, hey, guys, <laughs> I'm here. I'm doing one of them, following my dreams. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, then then I was like, as we were talking about before, you're like, oh, okay, I've got the, doing a podcast. Yeah. Um, I'm doing, uh, what else have I got to do? Okay, I've got to, I've got to do Vines now. Oh, God damn Yes, it. Yeah. I've got to do... Snapchat. Yeah. Uh, and you got to snap, oh, man. God. You're snapping. I need to get... That's yeah, I, 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 I think <laughs> Cracking and snapping. Cracking and snapping. Yeah, I've got to do that. And, you know, you got to be up on these things that you really... Some of me don't want to do, well, isn't it? Did you, or do you not think you should... And bear it some kind of someone who doesn't really know what he's doing. Maybe focus on one thing. Mm. So I'm kind of thinking like, okay, right, if I just do YouTube, if I just try and like Mm-mm. plaster bomb YouTube with yeah. so much stuff so people can't get out of the way of my face, right? maybe then there'll be an audience there that mm. will kind of then grow and cultivate mm-hmm. and, and maybe then you can start 
making that audience yours and maybe you could even do shows and people yeah. from your YouTube channel come like I think that's long time off for me but I feel like if you try and do loads of different stuff if you try and do vines and all this stuff and yeah. podcasts and everything I think you spread yourself a bit too thin mm-hmm. like it'd be nice to concentrate on one thing mm-hmm. and then you might find the other stuff comes from it as well but like the more you do get big on one thing yeah like I I go back to um, um, I never specialising like specialising like, you specializing. like yeah. I never used to know him that well but mm. you remember Daniel yeah and of course yeah, yeah. and he used to run the gig in Clapham Band Spanking Band Spanking yeah which I, and I once came second at that gig and I was literally about to win it and the prize was like 50 quid wasn't mm-hmm. it to win second prize was like a bottle of champagne and then Russell Hicks showed up um, and I was like, well, I've lost. There's no way I'm winning this. And he just absolutely smashed it. And I was like, fuck, I was so close to winning. Was he still around that long ago? Yeah. I mean, no, this would have been, t- yeah, two years ago. Two oh, and a half yeah. years ago. Oh, well, right. God. I thought, because I thought Russell was only on the scene about a year or maybe two years. You know, like, well, but how long was Brad Spanking going? Because I, I remember I seeing you. about a year or two years into when I was. So yeah. I remember, I remember seeing you at Brad Spanking. That was when uh, the, the Jam Tree, right? Yes. In, no, the, the one in Camden. No, Clapham. Clapham. Sorry, Ronnie Clapham. Sorry, yeah. Clapham. I never did the one in Clapham. <clears throat> but the one in, uh, the one in Clapham, and there was like, there was only like 10 people there, wasn't <laughs> yeah. there? There was no one there. Yeah. Uh, and like that, but I remember yeah, that yeah, big stage, really big stage yeah. in front of the, the, uh, the mirror. That's the right. Re- you can see yourself, and if you do it behind, you can see that, you can mm. confirm there's no audience. Yeah. Those characters. Oh, you know, it was, but that gig used to be great, absolutely mobbed when, uh, when Danny was there yeah. and started off with it. Yeah. Uh, but then, uh, the, you know, that was just the, the last death for throws yeah. of the gig, wasn't it? Well, but, the weirdly, that one I did when Russell Hicks was there, mm. was actually, uh, one of, the, one of those gigs where you, I prejudged the audience wrong, because I was like, they're not, they're just not going to be into me. Mm. There's not many of them. It's just a waste of time. Went up there and they were just really great. They just went for it. And as you know, audiences that go for it are just mm. the best because even if they don't like you, they're there and they're ready and mm-hmm. they appreciate what you're doing and it's fantastic. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, I've got, got a bottle of champagne. I don't really drink champagne. Hey, second, it's, you've placed, you're finalist. Yeah, finalist. <laughs> you've got to nail that shit down. Hey, look, any bit of, any oh, bit of kudos, right? You've got to take enough, it. I don't have enough for my mm. CV. The only thing on my, uh, my, <laughs> my comedy CV is... <laughs> I'm gonna take it. I'm Go on, take it. it. Just take it. Is you know. semi-finalist. Mm-hmm. So that's a good. He's not even finalist. Semi-finalist. It's good man. Uh, Foster's Golden Jester's Award, 2013 and 2014. <laughs> woo, 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 woo. The, the Foster's what award? <laughs> the Golden Jester's. Fair play. Man. You know the one where you have to bring a friend and they have to pay six I, I quid to like get in. I mean, like, they start laying out my credits now. Oh, I mean, like, like it's woo, not, woo, not woo. even. I'm gonna take it off. That's it's good. Bad. No, that's good. I was a finalist. You need to be like natties, don't you, or something? You know what I mean? Look, look, dude. I will tell you what. I've got. I've become a fi- I'm finalist for uh, something called Stand Up for Cider. So hey, okay, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, they nailed it. <laughs> Boom. I got. Although, well, ironically, if you have a lot of you, cider, you probably can't. You, you got a bottle of champagne. I got two bottles of cider. <laughs> so come on. Cheers. I, cheers. Nailing it. They were drunk a long time ago. Stand up for cider. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, ironically, you don't have to joke about cider. Yeah. No, I didn't. No, luckily, no. I just, I just did uh, some new. I'm seeing some more character-based stuff. Oh, cool. But, um, which is more. It's more based on the rage that I feel inside. <laughs> I've always, oh man, I've always wanted to do character stuff, mm. but I know, I know it's not my thing. I know I can't do it. Yeah. But I, when it's done really well, I really like yeah. it. And well, I, I really know like it's done it. well, but I just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I put a lot of energy into it. Yeah, but if, <laughs> if it's coming from in there, it's, 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 it's coming. From, it's, it's it's real, you know. Yeah, it's the, real. The yeah. struggle is real, <laughs> and, that, and, and that is what I, I project um, to them and on yeah. them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds more dark, doesn't it? That. Don't know, like, you got a lot of followers on Twitter and YouTube. I don't know. I've got 
YouTube is so tough, man. My, I'm up to 3,800 subscribers. That's great. It's not bad. That's 3,800 people that have yeah. clicked subscribe. Like, I feel that's yeah. kind of good. But then when you compare it to the big channels, it's, like, it's nothing. But like, Slowly, slowly. Yeah. Slowly, slowly. And um, they all comment a lot on the videos, which is really nice. So I think it's... We've even seen... Yeah, what's that musical? Um, the musical about a musical. Come on, what it's called. Oh, what's it called? The musical about a musical. Uh, insert name here or something. Anyway, mm. there's a song in that called um, I'd Rather Be Nine People's Favourite Thing mm. than A Hundred People's Ninth Favourite Thing. Mm-hmm. Which I think is quite apt when you're a kind of comedian trying to work your way up. Yeah. And the same thing with YouTube channel. Like there's, there's this little community that comment on my videos and they're really nice and supportive and that's nice. Would I, I'd like them to be, you know, 30,000 people obviously. But mm. So that's, that's kind of nice and I'm trying to do more stuff on that and the theory is the more you do, the more you do, the more it will yeah. grow. Good stuff you've got to do. Like You can't just do crap. Although a lot of the stuff I do on there is crap. Um, but I think you just got to keep trying to yeah, build that up, I guess. But it's like, it, well, that's always good to be humble, isn't it? You know, and have that kind of yeah. that self-awareness of going, going, oh, no, it's really shit. And then someone else is really good. Okay, good, I'm doing that. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, and then they always say it's crap. So, well, I said it was crap. So sorry, exactly. It's my lowest position. But it's very always. easy, isn't it, when you're, I think anyone creative, not just a comedian, anyone, to be down on your own stuff. Of course. Yeah. And you don't, people see it from another angle and they might see it completely differently, mm. you know, and it's, it's, it's really easy to be like, oh, this is crap. Mm. And it's nice when you write something and you're like, oh, this is rubbish. And then you come back a week later and you're like, oh, actually, it's not, so that, not that, that bad. That first video that you posted, right, how, how did you feel just before you, like, clicked, clicked <laughs> and shared it uh, and went, oh, I'm just going to share this with the four, I'm just going to share this. With no one. Yeah, with Literally the four. No went, oh, just... The first thing, video I ever did on YouTube yeah. was a parody song, right. parody football song, right. obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, Who, which, what was it? It was a parody of. Do you remember Wayne Rooney got a hair transplant? Yes, saw that. Yes, saw it was a Wayne Rooney of that, and it was to the tune of Celine Dion. It's all coming back to me now. Ah. Like sung terribly. My, I mean, my singing voice is bad anyway, but back then it was terrible. Yeah. Um, and um, really bad video put it together. Frog in your throat, is it? That's a little frog in my throat. Yeah, I'm very nervous. But it got like it got loads of views and stuff. And I had to like put it on forum and stuff. It was okay. It wasn't too bad. But I I did that in a flat I was sharing with my mate Andy at the time. And Andy was one of these friends that lets you know when when if something he's doing yeah. doesn't sound good. Uh, so he'd be like tweeting like I think JD's strangling a cat downstairs. I'm like, no, I'm doing a really parody song. Come on, I'm trying really hard. <laughs> that's like that's like your psychic, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. That's really good. Exactly, that's yeah. really good. He's a good guy. And if, actually, I think it was him that came up with the idea for the song. I think it was him that was like, do Celine Dion. Oh, right. And I was like, okay, and then went and wrote it and stuff. And then. Tried to do more. I mm. guess it went okay. I didn't, didn't, you know, hate myself. Yeah. So. Uh, do you think that somehow that you know all the content that you put out there, that one day it may just be a a chronological order of a descent into absolute <laughs> depression? Yes. <laughs> 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 it already oh, is. Look at oh, look, do you know how young you look at this <laughs> and, and how full of hope and joy. <laughs> and then at the end, you're like you're just like a homeless guy. Hey guys, me again. Yeah, in front of a green wall <laughs> in, in an alley somewhere, and the wall won't be painted green; it's be mould on the wall. And you're like, oh, I'm not gonna go to Greece. This is the one. This is the one that's gonna make me this. This. Oh god. You mark my words, guys. This is gonna get well, that, shared. But that is the thing, like about yeah. the YouTube videos, because you can do you do some where you're like. Got this idea, haven't really got time, I'm just going to do it, cobble it together. You put it up there, 
And like, I've had a couple that have gone like massive, mm. and you're like, what? I was like that. Mm. And then like, you do one next week, and you think, okay, this is gonna be great. I've written it, I've done this, done a green screen video, do great, and it gets mm. like a hundred views, and you're like, mm. what? The fuck? Oh, and no. this doesn't make sense. This does not make. There is no science behind it. They, they can feel that you know your your confidence in it. You see exactly. It. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like the butterfly effect. Just the karma goes out of the universe, and you go, oh no, this guy, this guy likes. Look how much joy's in this. Oh, yeah. And, and the universe goes, fuck this guy. Bats it away. Oh, God. It's just... Yeah. But but I've... Yeah. I'm told it doesn't... I'm told numbers don't matter. Which is obviously bollocks. Totally. It's bollocks. But I'm told... Hey, it doesn't matter... It doesn't matter who's watching. It doesn't matter how many people are watching. It's all about who's watching. What kind of secret shit is that? It's like, you know... Whoever that was was a living embodiment of the book The Secret, wasn't it? Exactly. So it's, it's tough, man. But, um... <laughs> so I'm, I'm starting. I've decided, gonna keep the football theme on my channel. Yeah. And I'm gonna this week. And this, this is so lame. I really apologise. No, I'm no. gonna start a series on it. I tried to be serious there. <laughs> I looked up. I looked up, and I could see you. Couldn't, you couldn't <laughs> I was just like, oh, I can't wait to hear this. It's gonna be lame. Awesome. It's like um, a mirror image of I my should, life right now. I shouldn't have looked at you. I shouldn't have looked at you. I should have looked at you. Okay. Let me get it out. Let me get it out, and then you can just you can laugh. Okay. Right. So the foot the football season's ended, mm. but the, the transfer window's open, right? Yeah. So, so I'm going to do a, a daily video called Transfer Daily. Okay. And the daily is going to be spelled like Jim Daily. Okay. I thought you were going to go with a trans uh, <laughs> theme with it. Trans? Yeah. Like you could like dress up and oh, okay. like, you know, maybe like, different. Like, like a drag queen. Yeah, that might work. You drag, never know. Drag queen transfer daily. Yeah. <laughs> no one's Why not? That. Why not? That'd be great, wouldn't it? I mean, that, that would get more views. It would be amazing. Look, you're hitting two demographics. You know there, what? My, um, my girlfriend Miranda, I've never met anyone who loves drag queens so much. Mm -hmm. She literally wants to be a drag queen. Although, although if you're a girl and you're a drag queen, I think you're a drag king. I'm, no, I'm not sure. I'm not, there's a phrase, but I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. Oh, she like a, loves drag queens. What's it, like, like, a, it's, like a faux, it's called like folk fake queen, fake queen or something. Okay, anyway, yeah. So, but we get your missus on as well. She could do that, and you could be the the real well, one. Maybe, yeah. yeah. She, we went to see one of her favorite drag queens called yeah. Jinx Monsoon. Right. Do a show in Soho Theatre. It was literally one of the funniest things I've ever seen. It was mm. so good. It's like it's like sort of cabaret, mm -hmm. like singing parody songs, mm -hmm. of, and then doing stand up in between. It was Jinx Monsoon and then. A sidekick, I can't remember what the name, the name of that guy was. Yeah. It was so good. It was brilliant. And Miranda watches, there's loads of these uh, YouTube shows. There's one called Hey Queen, mm. and I've got a spin off called uh, Hot Tea, which I really like. I, mm. I like the theme tune. Yeah. Hot Tea! Mm -hmm. um, it's really good, man. It's a whole world I did not know about until I met Miranda. And um, it's really interesting, really fun, and just, yeah. I like it a lot. That's cool. That's so it's cool. funny you mentioned about doing drag. Maybe I should just you be a drag that. queen. Maybe, but that might work as well, just for the you know the little parody bit. You never yeah. know. Or I could uh, do one. You know, everyone just a drag, drag queen. Or just like each episode, just slowly bring it in. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So you have like you know long nails. Go, oh yeah, it's yeah. Trash. And then and the next one you have like you know maybe some eyelashes, mascara. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then the, the you know, and we're totally finished the transformations. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, my channel would get a lot of views. 
I think. Mm-hmm. Probably more subscribers, I'd imagine. Yeah, just a bit of fun in it. That's it. Got to be men- mental. Do you know what? Yeah. I genuinely do want to do that. That'd be so great. That'd be good. That'd be good. Um, yeah. You have to put no credit. Uh, to credit me in every. I single would. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the way, there's a right idea. This old credit is coming up at the end. That's it. <laughs> Sometimes the credits are long. What would my drag queen name, name be though? Oh, you know they've all those kind of cool names. Yeah. Jinx Monsoon, Sharon Needles. Okay. Is one of them. Yeah. Uh, oh, I can't remember any others. There's some good ones. Miranda and I used to have our own YouTube channel. We're going to start yeah. it up again. Another thing to do, and one of them was we talked about drag queens, and I came up with a name, and I can't remember what it was. It was a good one. Mm-hmm. Something crazy. Okay, yeah. What's the name of your dogs? Alfie and Bo. Okay, Bo has got something. Alfie. Bo could be one. Yeah. And then, and then it's more like a random word, like tiger. Yeah. Tiger Bo. That, <laughs> sounds, uh, that sounds a bit too much like Tybo, doesn't it? It does sound yeah. like Tybo. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Banks! <laughs> yeah. I'm looking around yeah. the room looking for stuff. X, Xbox. Expo. No. Expo? No. Expo. It's a bit too much like we'll we'll an exhibition, isn't it, really? It does. But then that would get more views as well. It would. Exhibitionist? I feel like I'm about to turn my channel in. Expo is. Exhibit can do it. Expositionist? What? No, no. Say what after everything. What? What? Exactly what. Just say what after it. Say what. And it's say, like, just say what. Because <laughs> before the other person says what. Yeah. <laughs> just say for them. Exactly. So I might it. become a drag queen. Yeah. If you just sound excited in the end and everything, you go, yeah, what? Everyone goes, yeah, that sounds funky. Mm. Maybe. Um, okay, right. I'm interested now because we're, we're talking about like networking really and yes. getting um, subscribers and yeah. getting a, a, a fan base and, and following and and even when you like email your friends or something like that go just guys can you just do this <laughs> no one does no it. one no. No, no one no one does oh, it right. no that's one. why I can't be bringing it can't be bringing these anymore you because know, no one wants to I don't want no, to do them anymore I've got any friends either no, 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 no one comes even Miranda won't come anymore she's like Tim I've seen you hundreds of times yeah do the same thing. <laughs> do the same thing. <laughs> you do that enough at home, Jim. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, God. It's, I feel bad with friends. It is tough to ask them to do stuff all the time. I've got this show coming up at the start of August. Yeah, but, like, it's, it's like that one of those things, like, have you seen my vine? It's six seconds. <laughs> exactly. Like, no, I don't have time. It's your yes. link. You exactly. know? If your friend was the comedy friend in the group, by the way, that's us. We're the yeah, yeah, right, in the group. Okay. Would you always be looking at their stuff and always sharing I, it? If they... Messaged me and went, look, guys, I just need you to just do this one thing. Not everybody, but a couple mm. of people, you know. And you went, yeah. okay, just just do that. Just <laughs> and you know, and you know they haven't, and you know, leave message, leave message, leave message. I, I actually see it as a bit of a when my mates, not my close mates, mm. when they actually do share something mm. or put it on their Facebook, and we're like, ah, oh, Jim's done this song. I see mm. that as a real victory. Oh, I totally. Think if they're actually sharing it, mm. they genuinely like. I got this it. one friend uh, called Callum. Mm. He's my oldest friend. In that I've known him a long time, he's not like 75 years mm-hmm. old. And um, he is the most honest person I know in my life. So mm-hmm. he's literally, if you want, he's come to gigs in the past. Yeah. And if he goes, that was really shit, you know it was shit. But if he goes, you were good tonight, you mm-hmm. genuinely were oh, good. Yeah. And if he shares any of my videos, well, he doesn't really go on Facebook, but if he like says, oh, that was really good, I enjoyed that, mm-hmm. I know I've done really well. So my ambition in life is if I can impress Callum. Mm. I've done. He's just the most. You need that. You need a few friends like that. They're that totally honest. That that's like, true. That was great. That wasn't so great. Yeah. And then you, you know where you stand a bit more. That's it. That's so why helpful. Your missus is probably the same as well. That's yes. why she doesn't come to gigs anymore. <laughs> goes, no, you're. Uh, you just want to come to gigs because you don't let her come. No, uh, no, don't, I'm not ready. This is not ready. This I don't, really, I don't let. Out. I don't really like performing in front of mates. To be honest, mm. I prefer audiences where I don't know anyone. It's more stressful, isn't it? It's more stressful, and my record is not good in front of oh, mates. No. Although, although, as you said, that. 
comes with mostly sort of back in the day when you're doing starting out. But yeah, I prefer not to. Although I'm doing the show at the start of August and all my mates come. Oh, in Edinburgh. No, it's Camden Fringe. Right, right. It's a. Can you guess what the theme of the show is? Um, football. It is football. How she guess? I'm getting good at this. It's um, the third time I've nailed it now. But that goes back to what you're saying earlier about networking, mm. and we're going to talk about Dan- Daniel Dapalas mm. because he just did vines. Mm-hmm. And he, and that's what kind of made him, wasn't it? He was literally just doing Vine, Vine, yeah. Vine, Vine, Vine. Wasn't doing anything else. I wasn't even seeing him gig that much. He was yeah. just doing Vine, Vine, Vine. And I saw him do like one gig in like space of like, like not three years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I guess once he found his thing. Now I'm not advocating his material. I really wasn't a fan of the stuff he was doing, to be so, honest. He blazed past the circuit though, which exactly. was a massive amount of energy saving. I mean, exactly. Think of that. It's like, like whatever. He, he, uh, as a person, great guy. Uh, when I met yeah. him, really nice guy, but yeah. whatever he did, he, he found a niche and just went, nailed it, and just went, oh guys, oh you're on the circuit for how many years? Yeah. And you still haven't gotten to where you want to be? Exactly. I'm just going to bypass this and everyone was like, what are you doing? But doesn't that, didn't, that kind of made me feel two things. One, a bit depressed that that niche, as it were, was so popular and yeah. there were so many people that would buy that kind of mm-hmm. shit and stuff. But also, kind of inspiring in the way that you think, actually, if you can find your thing, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm trying to do with the football and stuff, you can kind of get an audience to come to you. Now, I'm yeah. not going to get an audience as big as he ever got. Mm-hmm. Like, he absolutely kind of, you know, fell on his feet. Yeah. And fair play to him, I guess, in a way, for doing that. I think he's got a lot of things wrong since that in how he's behaved and stuff. But mm. I, I did find the way he kind of found his audience kind of inspiring. Mm. I'm not going to get that kind of size of audience, but I think you can try. I think if yeah, you can yeah. find your thing, why not try and... There are people, there's going to be enough people out there mm. that will like your shit, that will find you, that eventually we'll probably be able to pay for you to have a career of doing what you want to do. Yeah. It's just finding those people. That's it. Putting everything into that one thing that people like about you. It's like, yeah, in a way, exactly. without being too cheesy, it's like finding your voice online, yes, isn't it? Yes, yes. And yeah. that's the thing. So you just hook into it and off you go and you can just keep going with this forever. Yeah, yeah. Um, And you won't hate yourself by the end of it as well. Exactly. Because you know, you're doing what you like. You're doing something you know, you're, you're good at or you know what you're talking about. And it's like getting a good audience doing stand-up. You suddenly have that connection. Mm-hmm. And I think... Anyone that's done stand-up, and people that haven't, won't understand what it's like when you get, and it doesn't happen to people all the time, you. you get an audience where they just get you, mm. and you just suddenly feel like you're talking to 150 friends mm. in the audience, and you just, They're you've got person, them. Isn't it? They're just like, yeah, exactly, and it's just, <clears throat> that connect, I've never had that connection, and mm. I don't think any other type of performance art has that kind of connection, no. I think, with... You know, pe- people doing songs, amazing, but you've always kind of got the barrier of a song, or the literal barrier of a guitar, or whatever. Mm. Something about stand-up that's so kind of naked, but when you get that proper connection with an audience, it's indescribable. It's nothing like it. It's, it's incredible, like it. mm-hmm. and it doesn't. I mean, it does not happen all the time. It rarely happens for me, but it, I really just yeah love it. It's that thing as well. You know, funnier voice on stage. I'm sure helped you hone everything else off stage as well. Yeah, like with with football stuff as well. Okay, well now this is where it's success breeds success, yeah. positive reinforcement. Yeah, but with the finding that that voice and, and being confident in in your choice, if you yeah. like, you know, for what you are on stage, it, it just solidifies everything else as well. Because okay, fine, I can you can can feel, um, oh God, you can feel sort of strong in your resolve. Yeah, definitely. You know, right, here we go. This definitely. is what I'm doing. It's like because 
the problem is that if you're on a circuit for a long time, or if you know a few years and going, shit, well, people aren't getting my stuff, yeah. you know, uh, and I haven't really blown it out of the water anywhere yeah. else, <laughs> and I feel like it's like <laughs> these obscure competition things, yeah, and I got you know, or I'm driving to Plymouth for ten minutes yeah. unpaid, yes, <laughs> I mean that kind of thing, and you're kind of going, what is going on here? Yeah. I did fun London back in one night once for oh, a month, man. and that was the, that was the night I was like. Right, I'm not doing any far tens in a minute. I'll do close tens, and I'm applying for paid spots. I can't, I can't keep doing this. That's it's it. Insane. Exhausting yourself. And all your friends are like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah. No, man, it's progression. It's, it's, it, I've got to do this. And then like, halfway down the drive back home, you're like, what am I doing? Yeah. This is ridiculous. That's it. And then, and then you go, to, and you have a decent gig after that, and you're like, I'm so tired from the last gig. Cause exactly. I'm, and I'm trying, your joy is exactly. at a low ebb. But it's, it's, it, I think it's a self, like, it's not easy. Like, if you're being totally honest with yourself, like, I look at myself and think, well, I'm, this, I think this is going to be the first year, my, this is my fourth year, mm. or, fifth, or fifth year, okay, around that, mm. where I think I'm going to make more money from stand-up slash performing mm. than I've paid mm. in terms of travel. Oh, yeah. It's not going to be a lot. Mm. It's not going to be anything to live on. Exactly. But it's going to be that ever so slight tipping point, which, and it, mm. that itself feels like progress. Mm-hmm. But that's come from me doing less unpaid tens, mm. doing less open spot, literally just applying for paid spots mm-hmm. and just taking paid spots and just kind of, it's almost you sort of treat yourself with a bit more respect. And like, yeah. no, listen, I'm, no, I'm not the best comedian in the world, no, but I'm, I'm good enough. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. I'm not good enough. <laughs> Whipping yourself. Oh, you need to be better. There was a dip in the middle of that <laughs> That's right, that's right. Come on, you can do this. I know, I'm, I'm, I get it. You're always going to do that. Fully get You're it. You're always going to do I, that. I, which, is, which is really... But now and then, you've got to take good. the whip away. You've got to take it yeah, away and yeah. just be like, look, I'm okay. <laughs> replace it and replace it with what what do you replace it with though, I don't know do you, do you just replace it with nothing crying with, just with, crying yeah just, just yeah just tears you just <laughs> take a break you know to just really feel the pain and the yeah. misery yeah yeah and, and let it all just come crashing down around your ears but with the networking right where do you share your stuff do you like just go okay it's here guys I've got 3,000 Subscribers, where do I share? What do I do? Because, like, as you're saying, you know, your friends are shit. <laughs> <laughs> they are absolute dicks to you, aren't they? Go, oh, yeah, so we're going to help you uh, so you don't have to get a day job, right? Yeah. Oh, no, go fuck yourself. Okay? <laughs> exactly. uh, so, um, oh, so, yeah, so we'll, no, we'll share that delete, delete. <laughs> oh, and then we'll just add a little, we'll set up an anonymous account where we'll just comment. Oh, like, God, I bet some of the comments I get on my mates, I bet they are. Fuckers, man. Fuckers. Uh, fair weather, very supportive. No, but like, I yeah, know, that's just my own personal, uh, personal. I say that, I'm 99% sure they're very supportive. I don't know, some of them, they might be leaving comments. Yeah, um, they're like, well done, Jim. Yeah, well, well done, done, mate. Well done, good one. That was a really good Most one. Most of them have actually got very well paid jobs, so they're all doing fine. All right. Happy people, and I were incredibly jealous of all, all the holidays they got on every year that yeah. I can't afford to go on. You get better, better friends, you just keep on following them on Facebook. Follow, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. oh, I can't take this anymore. <laughs> oh, I've actually, uh, my girlfriend deleted Facebook off her phone the other day, wow. and I did it as well. I, it's so far, it's going all right, actually. Yeah, yeah, I've not had to, I don't have to check it. The only time I was at a gig. Sorry, I wasn't checking Facebook. Yet. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I just reminded you. You're like, oh, oh shit, Facebook. Oh my God. Yeah, I <laughs> <laughs> like the only was at a gig the other day. Yeah, you hear the word Facebook and it's just like a reaction. You have to get your phone. Yeah. Uh, I met a, someone and they were going to tell me about gigs and I couldn't add them on Facebook. So that was the only moment. 
it became a problem. But actually, it's been fine. I hasn't yeah. changed my life in any way. What the thing? Where do I change? <laughs> one, two, three. One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice you have an awful lot more ticks than when I was outside. You're walking around in, in, more, around in circles, counting your steps. Slightly more mania. It's, it's great. It's great. It's, it's, good, it's good look for you, Jim. It's good look for you. Oh, God. <laughs> slightly pained I, face. I will be, and I will be, I will be back on it. She's got a tattoo of a Facebook, you know, kind of uh, <laughs> uh, logo. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, I'm going to meet you. So how long has it been? It's been three months for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a chip. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, God. It's, it's going to get like that, though, isn't it? It will. Oh, I don't... Yeah, but then but then we're of a generation where we didn't... We didn't weren't grown up on social media. So, you know, we were introduced to it. Yeah. So... Is it Literally grown up, isn't it? Your parents take pictures of you. Like, yeah, now. Li- I like, I'm not that young. So, uh, you know, I'm, so it's yeah, not, we're, in the, we're in the same generation. That's, that's okay. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a problem with my age. It's fine. You know, I mean, if I, you know, if, if I kind of like get, you know, I don't want get, to get to that age, right? I was talking to someone, like we're talking, I was talking to Jay Islam, you know, about about Dapper Labs as well. Yeah. And about how like he by, by, bypassed the circuit as well and all these comics doing, like doing, paying their dues. Yeah. Paying their dues. Basically, I think it's like, you say, they say paying your dues, right? Isn't it just wearing the other people out on the circuit? <laughs> yes. Just like, you know, it's like, oh, here you go. Just, just jump, jump in this hamster wheel. Yeah. Um, for 10 years. Yeah, exactly. Okay, you will get better because you'll be better in five years. Yeah. Right? But you jump in there for 10, 15, 20 years. Yeah. Uh, see, See if you've got any joy left or any, exactly. any love of the arts, exactly. and then you'll try try and get booked in the clubs. Well, my, my initial my initial plan was just to still be there in ten years, just to mm-hmm. like just to wear out the opposition. Give them the fucking yeah. finger, fuck you guys! Yeah, I'm still, still here. here. Fine, we'll give you a spot at Glee for God's yeah, sake. Yeah. But I think there is other ways of doing it. I think you can find your own audience, and you don't. I I have total respect for acts that that are still on the circuit and still working it and still doing those gigs around the country and I will still take those gigs if they're paid or if they're decent oh, I totally I'll take agree them. with you I mean I'm just I'm just I'm just, just ha- joking around okay so, <laughs> yeah just, so I am just, available yeah, yeah, I'm totally available for any gig I will drive I will drive further than Jim okay I, and Jim will probably want to live with me because I'll, I'll be driving yeah, exactly. he's such a twat and I won't pay petrol <laughs> exactly like, I'm just going to go in his petrol station and run out the back door uh, but yeah, don't you think things have changed I think it has yeah. Changed definitely from even 10 15 years ago, mm. I think. From the way people, I feel like there was probably more progression then. Mm. I've spoke to one act, uh, I did a gig for Mirth and we turned up, and uh, there was two people, it was in rugby, two people in the audience, mm. and the gig was cancelled. And I had to drive two acts and the MC back. MC got paid still, obviously. Easiest gig ever, yeah. It was a guy called um, Jez O'Donnell, mm. he was a really nice guy, and he was giving me loads of advice on the way back. But he was saying when he started out, he would literally be able to go to the, to the big clubs, including like, com- I guess, comedy mm. store. Mm. watch a show talk to the promoter say hey I'm this, I'm this new guy mm. they'd get five minutes the next week and if they were good they'd get ten and if they were good they'd get an opening twenty or something insane it just doesn't happen insane. like that anymore it just you know and then, then everyone's like doing five minutes at the comedy store trying to get like a, you know another five exactly uh, yeah, you know, exactly. on Saturday night and then you're yeah. going and then you might not get through to like get an ever get a pay ten exactly yeah like I feel like it's really really difficult I think there's more people doing stand up mm. which is fine there's less people paying to go and see live comedy, so there's less gigs, there's mm-hmm. less money out there. The way I've, I, what I've learned recently, which is kind of like quite liberating and exciting, is a, it's more about, I think, just finding promoters mm. who trust you. Yeah. Find promoters who run good gigs, who, who are trustworthy themselves and pay. There's a guy in 
Cheshire, where I live now, called Mark, who runs a comedy club there. Cotton this. <laughs> <laughs> The guy in Chesham. Yeah, sorry. Because we're giving him all the secrets. Sorry. And no, we'll okay. give him some. We're just going to beat that. this out. I'm going to leave this bit in, and, I'll, and I've got I've caught a oh, bit don't out. Don't say where it is. So, then, sorry. <laughs> don't say where it is. No, um, no. But there is one writer, and he's just been incredibly supportive of me yeah. recently, Great. and like gives me gigs, gives me paid stuff. Helps me find gigs for the other promoters. And this is only literally yeah. one promoter probably wow, in the country. Great. But he's really supportive. Mm. And that as an act makes you feel better about yourself mm. and more confident. The fact you've got someone who runs professional gigs who thinks you're good enough. Great. And obviously I'd love to have a hundred promoters mm. doing that. And I feel like maybe that's the way to do it. Just making sure you're getting seen by the right people. Mm. And being trustworthy. Being, you don't have to be the best act. Mm. But if you are turn up on time and you're not a dick to all the other acts mm-hmm. and you don't alienate your audience and you do an okay 10 or 15 or whatever, then I think eventually you're going to get trusted by people. If you've got one person in your corner, well, then you're going to do a hell of a lot better. You live nearby, uh, you know, Chris Norton Walker lives nearby as well, and we do a lot of gigs together and stuff. So it's like, it's just kind of finding the people that are on the same level or in in the same headspace as you go, right, we can do, we can all come, we've got to bring a car share, everyone's good, let's go have it, have it, you know, you have a great night if you all come together. And then it's more enjoyable, you know, because you want to enjoy doing the gigs as well. I just think, it is tough, and it is tough finding promoters and doing gigs and do, paying your dues and stuff, which I totally get and I respect. Mm. But I do feel now these days, from people like Daniel and other people, mm. not so much a way around it. This isn't me saying I don't want to pay my dues, I don't want to, like... No, I mean, you, you know when... I want to progress. You, you, prog- you progress, but you, you have a more... When you first start off, you're like, oh, smash the gig, you might have got three laughs. Exactly. You know, and, you know, and, then, and then you kind of, like, as you go on, you go, oh, no, that's a fucking massive dip in that. Just, exactly, yeah. Right. And then you then you take out the whip and keep whipping yourself. Exactly. Like, no, we need to get better at this, you know. But then, you, but then sometimes you appreciate when you had a, a good set that was, that was okay. You're mm-hmm. like, okay, I had a good set there. Started strongly, like, mm-hmm. maybe my final laugh wasn't great or whatever, but I felt a connection to the audience. Mm-hmm. I had some good audience uh, interaction or whatever, mm-hmm. some good chat. Mm-hmm. I think you, you sort of appreciate more, the more you do it, the things that are actually important, yeah. you know. Well, speaking of, like, first few gigs, how was your first gig? My first gig was, well, as I say, I think it was amazing. <laughs> I was okay. like, I, I, everyone says, oh, what an amazing gig. Really did you? You might have got a laugh, and that was, like, from a, a, a room full of people. Or your mates. Laugh. If yeah. you brought mates to your first Everyone brings, like, like, ten mates to their first gig, and they're like, I smash it. Like, I, of course you did. Your mates were I laughing did, at everything you did. I did, like, I think I did, like, uh, I three friends and uh, a girl that I was engaged to, right? Wow. Uh, and that was the one I was, remember I was telling you about that did the song. Yeah. Uh, and then, well, I, so I did the song, um, but this was after we broke up, yeah. right? and that was following that night, actually, of that performance. Uh, and I did it, that song on my fourth gig. Matt Kirshen was the guy that was headlining that gig. Yeah. I brought all my friends to that gig. Yeah. And I was like, but I was so nervous, like, I've got to smash this gig. Yeah, I've got yeah. to nail this gig, because yeah. I've invited all of my ex fiance's friends yeah. so I've really got to do well at this gig and I was like you know in the, in the green room like rocking and I'm smacking <laughs> myself I was like come on you got to do this and and, and, and like I, I really nailed that gig right? yeah. because my friends were there yeah. and I really yeah. felt the connection of like as you said all of the audience becomes one person yeah. they were one person because they knew me yeah, exactly. so I didn't have to work it and, yeah. and someone came up to me after, one of the MC came up to me after the gig and like Invite my friends in you tonight. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I did. And I, and I thought at the time, I was like, yeah, he's just jealous because I got it. I, I nailed it. And I was like, I was, I was such a dick. I recorded it, actually, yeah. I filmed it. Um, and it was great. But, and the song went well um, as well, which was the most important thing because I was like, shit, I've got to nail this song. Yeah, yeah. Because this is all about her. And she, all her friends are going to see this. Oh, God. And it was, it was pressure. Oh, no. So I, like, I put so much pressure on myself. Like, right. And then I did, it, it went, I was like, for my yeah. fourth gig, it went well. But my first gig, I did 20 minutes. Um, wow, 20 minutes. I was only supposed to do five. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> you know, the first, you know, the, the first few gig uh, mistakes. Go. Oh, I'm just gonna do. You did fifty minutes. I was so of full of. I was so full of adrenaline. And like, was it promoter like hooking you up? No, it was like a, it was a course. It was a course agent. Oh, okay. Like, and he was just kind of going. Uh, but I didn't know what was. Going. I was like, Argh. what course was it? It was. It was like this is years ago because I, 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 um, it was. Uh, what was it? It was a course that was run in East Seventeen. Okay. No, that's a fucking band. <laughs> it, but it is also a postcode. Okay, right. It's, there's an acting school in East. 15, is it? Okay. Um, there used to be, maybe, like, by Stratford. Yeah. Um, there used to be an acting school there. And I thought, right, okay, I'm just, there's a course. It was 20 quid for the course, this is a long time ago. Uh, uh, and that is ridiculous. I won't tell you what I paid for my course. Oh, right. <laughs> this, this, this was every Monday night for, I think, eight weeks, and it was 20 quid. And I was, but I was living in Wolverhampton at the time. Yeah. So I had to travel down, so was, you know, it was fine, but, yeah. Um, so I got down there, and, uh, you know, one of those, you know, you know, you're at the age you're like running everywhere, you know, <laughs> you know? Yeah. but I just remember like, like, why am I running? I don't know, I just don't want to be late. You're not, you're not going to be late. You've got loads. I know, but I'm just still running everywhere just to show everyone that I'm fit. Constantly sweating. Why is that? Yeah. It's yeah. like, isn't that mental when you're young? Yeah. Like you're just on this mission. Yeah. Um, everything's a mission, even just crazy running for milk, you know, <laughs> just constantly running. <laughs> just, uh, yeah, just kind of, just kind of anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't run anymore. Just, uh, but it was course, good. It, to be fair, it was okay. Uh, but I was at that age when nothing really went in. Yeah. You know, it was just kind of like, I was like, oh, okay. And like, I was, I say running everywhere. I was so distracted fr- from the world. Yeah. You know, just going, oh, what? So distracted, you did 20 minutes. To <laughs> yeah. You know, I was like, Wah! and I, and, and it was fine, but uh, I say probably only got three laps. But so I, I did um, Logan Murray's course. Oh yeah, um, which was good. It's fine. Is it the way one, more expensive one in twenty? Spring or the one? No, the one in Can- it was one in Canada at the time. He is cheaper. Just going to is it? Le- Should have done that one. <laughs> but it was really good. Met my girlfriend. So that's great. That's that's a good. Hmm. That was worth the money. Uh, if she's listening, great. I wish she is. Um, Love you very much, Jane. She's great. <laughs> Um, Jim's worth. She's literally the only person that was me as well. So. <laughs> Tell me about it. I got uh, <laughs> but the course is great, and Logan's amazing. He's a really nice guy. But yeah, my first gig <laughs> was. I think I'm the only person that had a really bad first gig because yeah. everyone's like had a really great first gig. Mm. It was um, pear shaped comedy. And oh well, yes. come on, <laughs> come on, yeah. Jim. You know what? <laughs> what I only found out recently is supposed to dude, be a bad gig. Dude, you're expecting miracles. You're, you're like every oh. you can you can take your best gold down there, but even, and they'll just shit all over. It's <laughs> just gotta go. And but going, I really like and that will be Brian and Crystal. Best. Like I really like them. They're lovely. They're lovely. They're lovely. Yes. Well, I didn't realise it's supposed to be like a like a shit gig. Kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, but even for even for pear shaped, it was like the worst thing because they had a headliner on before the half halftime break mm. as per, so they can go off and do another yeah. thing somewhere. And it was, I want to say Robert. Smith or something. It was a guy, really camp oh, guy, playing keyboard. Robert White. Robert White, right? Absolutely amazing. Like so good. Mm-hmm. And of course, I'm going on doing a. I was going to do a song on my guitar after, thinking, "Oh God, I'm going to be shit about this guy." Mm-hmm. And he starts doing a bit in his song about the promoter, Anthony, the you know the skinhead guy. Right. And he starts like taking a piss out of him. He starts saying like, "And, and, and he's a cunt. He's a cunt. He's a cunt." And uh, the promoter doesn't like this, and he's like. Mate, fuck off! And then Robert keeps playing, and everyone in the audience is like, "This is great! They got a little banter bit in the song." Five minutes later, when they're going, "You're a gun, you're a gun. get off, get you, get off, no fuck off!" I mean, yeah. Oh shit! This is not part of the act. They're actually having a full-on blown up. Yeah. Robert packs up his keyboard, storms out and stuff. Um, Anthony comes on. He's like, "Oh, I'm never having him again." Yeah. Right, we're in a five-minute break. Mm. And then we're having a first act. Five-minute break. Everyone like, 
either fucks off or sits here in silence. Oh, no. Come back. First act of the second half. Now doing his first ever gig, Jim Daly! <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so just, just ready for comedy, weren't you? Oh my god, it was just oh god. the coldest, no energy room. It was horrible. Two of my mates were there, and by this point they're like sat behind the seat, trying not to like, you know what I mean? They're hating it. Bless them for coming. Mm. And I died on my ass because there was, I mean, com- combination of no energy in the room and me being absolute shit as well. Did a terrible song on the guitar. That was the day I realised I'm never doing guitar on stage mm. again. Um, and it was horrible. But, for some reason, I came back and kept doing it. You know what I mean? It's, it's you're like a dog with a bone, isn't it, really? Yeah. It's like, you know, just getting up there and, and facing that adversity. You go, okay, no, I'm, I can get better at this. Uh, exactly. You know? That's and what it was. Exactly. And you've seen other people go, no, there's, I might have died, but there's people that died badly. Exactly. You know, and they died with with just... Um, I, remember, I remember I did the... The comedy story gunk show. First time ever. This oh, is God. I've never done it. I've done, I've done it twice. I did it while, this is like a while ago. And um, I, don't get me wrong, I haven't got through ever. <laughs> uh, but I did the first one time and I invited my dad and my dad's girlfriend and my brother. Yeah. And I was like, okay, can I just bring anyone else here that I know? That'd be great. And uh, <laughs> and I was going through like a, a phase of Bill Hicks. You know, I was like, and yeah. I wasn't doing this material, but I was doing it. I was like, okay, fine. Yeah. And um, um, John... Fothergill was the MC. Yeah. Great MC. And I, I think I was on the second or something like that. You know, I was like, fuck. So anyway, so I, I lasted 17 seconds, right? And I was like, okay. and I was gutted. I was, yeah. I was, but I was like, okay, I, I was, I was shit. I, you know, and the, and the, but uh, uh, John Fothergill came on and went, well, that, uh, that spells that myth. Not all Irish people are funny. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> Oh, nice God. one, nice one. Cheers. Oh God! And, uh, so, and then I went on the next, the second time. But oh, sorry, on the same night, right? There was another guy, and uh, he was just watching. Like, okay, just watching yeah. the end of the night, and uh, which is cathartic. And <laughs> there was a guy who went on. He was, I think, he's Italian fella. Yeah, good-looking guy, right? Yeah, tall and walked on like with a swagger, you know. Yeah. And then was like went up to the uh, microphone and it was like. All right, and they went as soon as he said the first word, they gunged him off, <laughs> and then and then he went mental. The guy went, was like, "You just dance because I'm good looking." <laughs> and just like started pointing at him, going, "Yeah, you know, well, I, you know, I know, the, you know, just because he was like so full of arrogance, like, yeah. uh, I, you know, you got to die well, like a yeah. samurai. You gotta die well. Yeah, just take your take, take your fate, take your hit. You know, <laughs> go out with all guns blazing, but don't do that. You yeah. know." It's hard to do sometimes, of course, you know, when yeah, they're yeah. being told dicks to you. But, yeah. but like, that guy really just did the wrong thing. And, like, and, they, and then John Fothergill went up back on stage and went, Oh, guys, come on. That was a bit harsh. We should get him back on, shouldn't we? And they're like, Yeah, let's get him back on. <laughs> and he was like, So he swaggered back up to the microphone. And just as he picked up the microphone, they gunned him <laughs> off again. Brilliant. <laughs> And it was great. I was just like, oh, oh but look, dude, we're digressing usually about gigs now, but look, look, I want to oh, no, know. I have a quick question now about yeah. the long show. Do yeah. you actually, if you get through it, yeah. would, do you get a spot at the comedy store? What's the, the deal? If you win it, I think. If, if you, you win. So, not if you, there's a winner on the night. Yeah, there's a winner. People that get through and then there's a winner. Got Tom Mayhew won yeah. it recently. Yeah. And I think you get a spot on the weekend. Okay. If, you know, if you, hopefully they really like your stuff, if yeah. you think you're suitable, I guess, yeah. as well. Um, so there's many different factors now. But it's, also, it's so it's like, it's a big... It's a high risk, low reward adventure. <laughs> well, I think that like other promoters see that you've won it and go, "Oh, he's won it. He okay, must be yeah, great. He can't you be know, too bad." Yeah, yeah. you know that, that's it. And, and again, it's all these things, isn't it? It's like success breeds success. Okay, we can't yeah. be that bad. Yeah. Okay, he's done great. He's done a great five. Yeah. 
he could do a great ten. Yeah, it might be dip in the middle, but he yeah. might, you know, but that's okay. He's, he's on I the just, way. I feel like with that, I don't mind doing gong shows if they're like genuine gong shows where you're going to get a chance. I just feel like with that one, you probably don't really get a fair crack of the whip. Or they're paying for blood. They're paying for blood, yeah. and and if they're not, you're not the kind of comedian that they really like. Mm. And for me, it seems like the comedians that do well in that are kind of, I guess, dirty comedians or like bang 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 low comedians. Mm-hmm. Um, but, hey, I've never done it, so, you know, I, I can't really... But what we're saying, I, I, I had, like, we're talking about find your voice yeah. online and find your voice yes. as a comic, right? Now, the thing is, you, if you're on the circuit for a while and you're not getting any, any like, looking for any great gigs or whatever, you have to start thinking, right, this must be my act. So then you can, uh, you might start getting contorted and twisted into that thing yes. that is beige... And just the same as everyone else, you know, kind of, okay, he's talking about this now, okay, yeah. wanking. Uh, exactly. You know, yeah. girlfriend. Tinder. Mar- t- Tinder. <laughs> oh, God, that's yeah. a great one. Online yeah. dating. Well, um, I haven't done a lot of, gig- I haven't done a lot of, uh, I've not done any um, uh, open mic stuff recently, mm-hmm. but I'd imagine that a lot of open mic now is about the referendum. Yeah. I'd imagine yeah. there's so much referendum. And then, then you've got, like, dirty talk, and then, yeah. and it's, 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 there's only so many subjects, I know, but you start to kind of get bent out of shape a little yeah. bit and then it's not it really okay it's not really sometimes about the material it's like as long as you can make some stuff funny and your personality carries it as well but but then again you want to write something that's different to all that yeah as well. but also something you care about man mm. it's got to come from this is sounds so wanky isn't it it's got to be something that you care about from here so um Miranda <laughs> from here man. Miranda Miranda listens to um Richard Herring's podcast a lot which is, which is good I, I need to listen to it more um, and Adam Buxton as well started doing mm. one. And I Very love Adam Buxton. And Doc Brown was on Richard Herring's one, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that he um, sits down and just, first of all, before writing jokes, he writes about what's in his head. Anything that's in, anything that's sort of bothering him that day or whatever, r- writes it down. Anything he's thinking about, any worries, anything that he found funny. And then from that, he then tries to find the funny in it, right? Mm. So, so instantly he's writing jokes about stuff that matters to him mm. because it's literally come out of his brain. So mm. already then you've got a connection to your material and it's something, and it's truthful. I think as well, like, you can spot an act who on stage is doing jokes because they think they should or they think they should be talking about this kind of thing or whatever. Mm. It needs to be kind of truthful in a way. Mm. And I'm still trying to find that. I'm not an expert at that at all, but it needs to be something you care about. Audiences can tell if you're kind of not being fake, but if you're doing something that's not really... True to you, I guess, in a way. You've got to... Because you, you, it's, 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 it takes more bottle to go, look, this is this is me. Definitely. This is what I feel. Definitely. Rather than this is yeah. something you're made up. Okay, in a Saturday night crowd, they just want jokes. They don't want to yeah. know about you, but yeah. that is fine. You've got them as well. Yeah. You'll have an arsenal of every single... Ah, nailed it again. Uh, uh, very good. Uh, back of the night. But what the things you know? I think it's all over. Just <laughs> 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 walk that one in. Uh, but, That's good. you know, you have... Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to think of other teams I can squeeze in now. <laughs> oh. You have all that stuff in your arsenal as you go on. Oh, don't need to do it again. No, but you it, don't yeah. want to stoke the Stoke City. Though. That's, that's true. poor. That's, that's, that's yeah. really bad. Uh, you know, but you, you just you think that sometimes you need to be spurred on by. Ah, <laughs> good. And you know, but it's um, Wimbledon now, aren't we? Yeah, we're Wimbledon. nearly Wimbledon. <laughs> Oh, it's just tennis. <laughs> oh yeah, tennis. <laughs> uh, right, but okay, right, okay, right. It's fine. We're, we're done. Um, 
but it's um, <laughs> so bad. I'm sorry. I'm so bad. <laughs> oh, oh, now I just can't stop thinking about football teams, and I don't know any of them. I've none. I've got like five. Like you know. Anyway, so okay. yeah. you've done so, the best plan so far. Okay, there. that's good. Anyway, <laughs> um, right. So yeah, we're talking about uh, finding your voice, like being true. Yeah, finding your voice, being true, and that and and people are well, not people, but audiences respect that a hell of a lot more. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Go, you're being brave, you're being real, it doesn't matter, you're not talking about the same old shit, because if you see like four, five comedians at night and they're all talking about the same things, you, even as an audience member, yeah. my girlfriend comes up and goes, girlfriends again, exactly, and it's like, yeah. and it, okay, it works, okay, there's a reason you've got to talk about it, to connect on like common yeah. truths and, 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 and things that everyone finds funny and relatable. Don't you remember the acts, even as an act yourself, you remember the acts that do something different, mm. and I don't mean like necessarily physically, obviously you've got yeah. some like clowning acts and mm-hmm. stuff, and, and I respect them a lot, I couldn't do that, that's literally doing something different, but the acts that maybe do a 10 minute set about... I don't know, something completely different, like mm-hmm. their garden or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Someone that just finds a little niche. A thing, a niche, a subject, really minds it really well yeah. and comes away kind of just having done something a bit different. Mm. Like, I, I want to try doing that. Mm. I respect that a lot. And then you're thinking, because you think to yourself, then you go, she said one subject for fucking bastards. Ten, How do they do that? Oh, God, that's a lot of balls. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How do they getting jokes out of this? Hey, remember, it's four subjects, uh, you know, or, or five subjects for 20 minutes, uh, for every, one subject, four minutes. Okay, that's fine. Laugh every 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> but now, I, I think it's now it's not laughs every 30 seconds, it's lunges every 30 seconds. <laughs> you lunge every 30 seconds, lunge, lunge, lunge. Yeah. Lunge. Oh, that, see? Oh, well, it's not enough lunges for me, not, mate. Sorry. Yeah. You never get on TV if you're not doing enough lunges. That's it, exactly, you know. <laughs> Doesn't, oh, and he didn't take the microphone out of the stand. Well, there oh, you go. God, oh, come on. Get off. Get <laughs> off. A rookie mistake. But. but it's hard to know if you're doing the... I guess there is no right or wrong thing, is it? Because, like, I don't know. I feel... If you can gauge it. If you had a good night, you can kind of you can kind of tell. You can be honest with yourself. If you've had a connection to the audience, you've got some laughs. And sometimes I come away thinking, man, should I be talking about this more? Or should mm. I be talk, doing more audience interaction more? I, I don't know. And then I think you beat yourself up too much. I think you just need to do what you... Yeah. Find funny what you feel comfortable doing, and then use keep a smaller doing. paddle. Use a smaller, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> so it doesn't yeah. So not not the uh, the cat nine tails with the like all the bits of yeah. like you know flint on the end. Just maybe you know the this little, 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 like like a, a spatula, you know, a spatula. Just give it a little pad. That's it. Yeah. No, no, bad, bad, Jim. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> but with the um, okay, it's hard, now, it's hard not to do that though. Right, it is hard, but. We're talking about um, the, where do you share your stuff? Where do you like? Oh you God, go? sorry. That's the thing. It's like no, that's cool. It's like uh, uh, that's where I'm interested. It's like oh, you go to network. I mean, do you go to forums and, and things? So like I that? used to. Okay. I used to. Now I just post it on Twitter and Facebook. Right. And then on Twitter, there's loads of these football funnies accounts, which okay. are really mostly bullshit. They're mostly run by betting accounts, right. and um, and they're paid to share content hmm. and stuff. So I tweet loads of them and say, hey, can you share my song? Most of them don't. But if one of them does, and some of them have got like a million followers and stuff, if one of them does, that's great, mm-hmm. you know. So I've had Sport, sport Bible or Lad Bible or whatever it is share a couple of my songs before. I don't, I don't really agree with a lot of stuff they do. I think they, they do actually steal people's content sometimes right. without crediting. But they have shared a couple of my songs with crediting. Mm-hmm. That's great. That kind yeah. of helps the song blob a bit, yeah. gets more followers and stuff. So really you're, it is networking and you're, you're, you're trying to look, ask for help, I guess, in a mm-hmm. way with people. But, I don't do that with every, with every video. Some of them I just leave on my channel. I might tweet it to my own followers and then just kind of hope hope it kind of picks up. But some of them have, like, just picked up themselves. And if you don't, I kind of feel like a little victory. If, like, if I don't really promote it, maybe tweet it a couple mm. of times. And then it gets kind of picked up in the kind of 
ether. Ether kind of mm. thing, and you can sort of see it, and then suddenly you see it, someone else talking about it, you think, oh, that's my song, or whatever. Mm. I kind of get... That feels like a little victory, course, a little bit, yeah. like, because you haven't tried too hard to promote it, mm. and then genuinely, people like it. Like, mm. if you're spamming people the whole yeah. time, and you're getting big accounts to spam your stuff, mm. and some of them on Facebook, I'll put it on... Because you can now do native videos on Facebook, can't you? So I'll have right. my YouTube stuff. I'll also upload it to Facebook. Mm -hmm. So apparently Facebook are trying to become the new YouTube, which, yeah, good mm -hmm. luck with that, guys. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes I'll, I'll pay like a fiver to boost that post a little oh, right. bit and just get it out to And then you can edit the interest of people that want to see it. So mm -hmm. get it out to football people. Yeah. And that might help a little bit. But it's nice if you just leave it out there and, and then if people genuinely do like it, it will get shared. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't always. Like you, just, you do some videos and you put it out there doesn't get a lot of shares, gets a few comments, and you think, okay, fine, this one didn't pick up, but mm. whatever, you know, if people see it, they do like it, great. And on to the next one, I think about doing the YouTube videos, is as soon as you've uploaded one, I'm like, bang, right, on to yeah. the next one. Can't think mm -hmm. about that too much, but yeah, yeah. Just move keep, on. Keep content going, keep, keep going, it going, yeah. But is it, do you, and you've done all the football podcasts now, have you got every team now? Or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. How, how many have you done? Have you counted them? Have you got like a scoreboard at home? No, I should do. And then rate them. And then back on that, we go, well, it was okay, we, we went well, but you know, we're just kind of yeah, dipping. More like a nil-nil draw, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, have, I, no, not really. No? no. Okay. I don't... Uh, the one I have, I've never done, I'd love to, is Football Ramble. I don't know if you right. listen to that. It's a really, really great podcast. Mm -hmm. um, but they have, you don't, people don't really go on that one. Like, they have their mm -hmm. step four to do it. And I've met one of the guys from there, and he's called Marcus, a really nice guy, mm -hmm. uh, who does sort of more presenting. And that's another world I'd, I'd like to get into. I'd mm -hmm. love to do some more sort of presenting -y stuff. I feel mm -hmm. like there might be a sort of bit of money in that. But again, it's like trying to find someone to boost you, mm -hmm. maybe get an agent, that'd be nice. I do have an agent for my online stuff, which oh, is great. weird. Mm. Um, who's a nice guy but he's just starting out with his agency as well so we're okay. both kind of growing together and helped with a few videos see. and stuff it's nice mm. to have someone in your corner definitely um, he's a really nice guy as well really good looking as well which is oh, kind of like he came, he came to my Edinburgh show and my girlfriend was like your agent's really good looking I'm like that's not the point he's sex sells exactly. okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he is really good he's a really good looking guy yeah. I'm like look that's not important mm. unless that gets him in front of people of to talk about me you know mm. <laughs> yeah. I hope that maybe that's what it is yeah. um, was it like lots of Velcro Loads of Velcro. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's got like, a with your picture on him, like, you know, just, <laughs> yeah. just tears off the Velcro with just like a picture of you smiling. I think that's how he does it. Or yeah. maybe that's why he's not getting me any work. I don't know. That's probably what it is. Well, he goes fully at it. Commits, full commitment. I like that. Yeah, he does. And, yeah. and but with the, uh, do you, like, do you, the Facebook forums, do you, do you like just rinse the forums? or? I just, try like, not to, because I think mm. like if you, I would get annoyed if I was a punter mm. looking at someone else spamming the whole time. <laughs> I've made that fatal mistake and now I put post on and I know that no one can see yeah. it yeah because like, exactly. I go oh I put a question no one's fucking yeah. even seen exactly. that at all you know you've got to so. be careful and I think yeah. sometimes you've just got to trust that your stuff will get seen by mm -hmm. people and mm -hmm. people it will get circulated if it's good and stuff so get better content yeah get better content man Keep well I've got the series done today haven't I Transfer Daily so that's oh yeah there. nice that's it that'd be great that'd be great <laughs> oh god I mean then just just keep tagging it with all the things that are like, whoa, what's it? This, this, oh, this sounds like it. Yeah. It's clickbait, isn't it, really? Yeah, I might start tagging it with like, sexy girls. Dude, dude, <laughs> dude, dude. I just wear like a, a like, just a random like, a choker thing as well. Yeah. You know, like, uh, what was it? Those uh, Adam's Apple cover things. Yeah. That work. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you just got to keep going. It's just as well, because well, there's so many people doing stuff. Like, mm -hmm. even when, YouTube started, which is what, 2006 or something. Mm. All these massive YouTubers now, and you watch some of them, and it's actually them just talking to camera about their day and stuff. Yeah. 
The reason they got so many followers is because they were there at the beginning. They started yeah. out when there wasn't that many people doing it. Mm-hmm. Now, if you try and do it, there's so many people. You're competing with like so many people mm-hmm. doing it. It's tough to get yourself. It's like doing stand up. It's tough mm-hmm. to like raise your hand above the crowd and get yourself heard. That's it. But you just got to keep doing it. I think and try. Yeah. And people will come to you. It can be a good thing as well. I think there are a lot of people who do YouTube stuff, and actually, they might be people who are in their real life a bit of a loner or mm. struggle to connect with people yeah. and then they can connect through the YouTube stuff so that's you know that's you kind know, of cool thing is like Jim so I am a loner right I'm a massive I'm, I'm, I mean I don't, I'm trying to make it sound like kind of cool now I'm a loner you know, like, but but it's like, like James Dean. Was he a cool loner? Uh, was a cool loner? Yeah, I, I think that I'm more of a kind of uh, you know kind of a golem type. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm one of the cool. Wait, ones. He made friends, uh, you know, sort of. He got people to trust. See, him. I've even got the voice. <laughs> but yeah, but no, it, 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 no one trusted him. Everyone thought he was a bit they of a for a bit. Leader. They did for a bit, and then they yeah. yeah. And I'm getting a hairline as well. I'm getting a, that. <laughs> you're doing a, yeah, dude. You're doing better than me. You're doing better. Than me. Well, yeah. You're doing okay. Anyway, thanks, man. That's <laughs> another thing. I could talk for hours about hairlines. Honestly, I'm <laughs> obsessed. With that's another thing. I say, uh, when like I thought, oh, you know, I'll start a podcast because mm-hmm. that'll that'll get me friends. I'm like, no, <laughs> get no, no, this is exactly the same as being in school. Like, will you be my friend? <laughs> will you please be my friend? And I was like, no, we don't want to be a friend. Be Why? Because right, you don't have any friends. Yeah, I know, but please, I, yeah, but I just need one and then it'll snowball. No, no. Will you be my friend no. and will you let me confirm it on the internet? Totally. That's <laughs> it. Subscribe. Please. Yeah. And it's just exactly the same. It's like, you, you're Dude, desperate we, we were for friends. friends already before this. No, I know, but this is, I know you better now and I, I, I prefer it. That's why I like this. So, yeah. I can, so it's like, I've got have a, Captive audience without, without <laughs> having to have a basement. You know, to change people. <laughs> be my friend. You will stay with me forever. Just be an hour and fifteen minutes. <laughs> Max. That's it. Maximum hour and fifteen minutes. That's what I want. No, but I actually podcasts. Are, I like. Uh, I like talking. Yeah, you know, it's, you know what I mean. Like I like talk, and I like. Actually, I think that one of the reasons I like stand up is I do like connecting with people. Mm. I like they're just chatting to people yeah. and just feel like I can get to know people a bit better. Yeah. I've got this weird yearning to like be friends with everyone, mm. especially like. <laughs> sorry, that came out. <laughs> <laughs> this is why this is my sorry, true weapon the pod. Sorry, sorry. This is the moment of the pod. This is the moment of the pod where I just like sorry. reveal. So you're saying you you want to be friends with everyone? <laughs> no, but like I was at the gym the other day and like there was this complete. Arc. Sorry, gym is huge, right? By the way, I am so stacked right now. Dude, it's like you know. Um, I, I, I wear smaller t-shirts, so yeah. no, I don't. Um, there was just a complete arsehole, right? Complete arsehole. You always get and one at the gym, gym right? Let's it wasn't me. Just no. And he was like, he was like doing one way, and I literally heard him go, yes! <laughs> it was so, it was so, uh, weighty. Yeah. Yeah. But, he came and sat down next to me at this machine. I had a weird yearning. Did he look at you while he did it? No, sort of. So I was like... Freaky. But he was like, sat next to me and I had this weird yearning to like, go and talk to him and like, become yeah. his friend. Yeah. And I didn't, obviously, because I knew it wouldn't end well. So, I don't know. I, like, I had this weird... Like, I, went, like, I want to go and talk to this guy. Yeah. Or maybe just to, to confirm to me that he was a dickhead. Or maybe because... There's this other guy at the gym. He's like, really chatty. There's a like, really mm. chatty guy. And some, a lot of people chat to him. My personal trainer doesn't really like him. But he was in, Sorry, he was in, Jim's got a personal I got a personal trainer, trainer. yeah. It's all, it's all Hollywood trainer. now. Yeah. He, he has an he, agent. He's, I, he's, I, pay, <laughs> <laughs> I pay him <laughs> to tell me that I'm great at doing the weights every week, even though I'm not every, every um, month now. Um, he's, a, yeah. he's a nice guy. He's, a nice, he's called Sam. He's lovely. <laughs> he's, uh, he's great. No one cares. Sorry, my mum will really like this episode. Oh, God. Right? <laughs> he is, sounds lovely. Yeah. Anyway, this other guy in the gym was like, he's a, bit, he's a bit annoying. But again, I was like, I had to talk to him. I was like asking him some banal question about nothing. But I was like, I've got to connect with this guy. 
Even though really it doesn't matter, but I don't know, do you feel the same thing? Sometimes you just feel like you can't just talk to I don't know, I want to become people's friends. I don't I, know, it's when, really I, when I first moved over here, I, I was like, uh, yeah, I was probably the same. I was like, I want to be, you know, and then, and then I was, after I lived in Oxbridge for like three years, I was like, I was like, I randomly say hello to people and people were like, what, what the fuck? What the fuck are you <laughs> yeah. This is Oxbridge. No one says, no one's happy to be here. What is wrong with you? This guy's on drugs. And that's what, I think that's what people thought, you know. I mean, I remember yeah. when I was a, I, I went to college uh, in Wolverhampton, I wanted to brag. Um, was there and like I was, I was in the gym I'd be in the gym but I wasn't going yeah but people would be like people come in and they, they take to the I used to know the girl that works I, I know the girl that works in the um, in the gym and she was like Winter these people think you're on drugs and I'm like, I wasn't doing anything I was just talking to people normally yeah. you know? um, what's but, wrong uh, with that I know this is it but I think because I, I, I before I lived in Chesham I only moved there in November I lived in South London mm. like uh, Brixton and Ballam and Streatham for a bit mm. really liked it really really liked it mm. But you wouldn't, you wouldn't talk as people to people as much. Like, you know what I mean? You wouldn't walk down the street and say so those like, people. See, like, you like, just talk about the gym, and like, just like, tripping off, sorry. Just gonna roll these up. So. Get a ticket to the gun oh, show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you, you would get your money back from that gun show. You'd ask for a refund, wouldn't you, from that gun show? That's it. Uh, um, the gun fair, the gun open mic. So <laughs> the gun open mic. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, oh, I'm so depressed about my guns. Um, I don't know, but moving to Chesham, because it's a little bit far out, further out of London, people just seem, people are a bit more chatty, people mm. are a bit more sort of down to earth, and happy to, happy to talk, I guess, and happy to, I guess, you know, humour me when I want to become yeah. good friends. No, that same, same in Hemel as well, Hemel, you know, it was, it was like, you'd go for a pint of milk and go, oh, it's gone, yeah, oh, nice, yeah, fine. You don't need to have, like, you don't, I don't, I'm not talking like an in-depth heart-to-heart, mm-hmm. I just want to say hello to people, mm-hmm. and just have people say hello, or yeah. maybe people will recognise me in the, not <laughs> lock of comedy, <laughs> Um, people that guy wasn't <laughs> friends with everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Run away from him. I don't know. You just you uh, maybe it's a getting older thing, but you just you you want to be part of a community. Yes, yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and <laughs> God, this sounds so wanky. But um, and I don't know. And I, I had that in South London. Like, there was people there that I knew, but it's different coming out of it. Do you think that podcasts become hack after all? <laughs> Do you think that everyone, everyone like puts them on? Oh, I just talk about the same shit. Yeah, oh, talk about community and oh, oh, go fuck yourself. You know, <laughs> you think it's like maybe someone's scoring this at home. Maybe like you know, um, yeah, someone's going podcast review or something. Like oh yeah, they go talk about community. Yeah, they got oh, like cliche boxes. That's it. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Community, like you know, how that they don't have any friends. Oh, yeah. there we go. There's it's another one. About gig progression. Yeah. Oh dear God, <laughs> same old, same old. You know, that's no, it. there probably are gig. Re- uh, Podcast reviewers, they mm. probably are. Mm, mm. Ha- I could get into that game. I could do that. I could review podcasts. Damn right, damn right, I could. Yeah, I might do that. I think we should do that together. I think we should do. That'd be good. Yeah. That'd be good. Uh, you know, they, they, they peaked too early. Oh, I see the oh, intro yeah. was great, and there was a bit of yeah. a dip in the middle. Yeah. And then you see they lost the kind of energy, and then yeah. you know, and then someone says something that the other person you can obviously hear got yeah. offended about. Yeah. And then that guy repeated himself yeah, earlier. He just, but he said it one way, and then. The other guy said something else, and then you repeat it another. Another. Anyway, what he listens to that, he'll feel like a right dick. Well, that's my, that's my conversation tactic anyway. That's just all I do. That's the same shit backwards. <laughs> you, but you, I like that. You just want to improve on the same conversation <laughs> exactly, again, yeah. again. from a different yeah. angle. <laughs> I'm gonna one day get this. I'm gonna get this, yeah. and everyone will want to be my friend. <laughs> oh, God. I know Jim. I have the feeling as well. Is that you know? It's the same. It's the same. I just want to be but, friends with people, mate. Same here. Same here. To be fair, but Jim, thanks for coming on. Uh, oh, we done? Yeah, we're done, oh, mate. We're done. We're done our time. It's been That's really good. Right. I really enjoyed great. that. It was great. Jim, thanks, thanks for letting me do that. Mate, I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed that. Nice that was man. wicked. And that.
that was Jim Daly, football parody guy. I had so much fun talking to Jim. I think you may have heard that. Uh, we just seemed to click. I talked to Jim for an hour and a half after the podcast. Uh, but it's, it's great to meet someone on the circuit who's so positive about comedy and about creating just pieces, about being creative, about just doing the work and, and not actually just caring too much about who likes it or not. You're doing it for you. You know, you're finding what you love. And if you're passionate about it enough, people will find you. And, you know, without being too deluded about it, I know there's thousands of people doing comedy now. But if, as long as you're enjoying it, you will stick the course. Jim was great talking to you. I'm going to have him back on this podcast because we just seem to click. Now, if you enjoyed this episode or previous episodes, share them with your friends or, or tell people about them. And we do have a Twitter account, and that is at The Comedy Defect, if you want to follow us there. If you want to follow me, I'm on Twitter at WinterPhoneander. If you want to come see my live gig dates, go find my website, which is WinterPhoneander.com, and you can see all of my live gig dates there. So come see me, say hello. If you want to donate to the podcast, you can find us on Patreon. Just go to Patreon, type in The Comedy Defect Podcast, and donate as much or as little as you want. Now, if you can't kick something back to us, just find the episode you like the best, share it with your friends, tell your friends about it, because it all helps. But that's it from us on the Comedy Defect Podcast. Next week, we've got an interview with promoter and comic Mr. Mike Lord. We'll see you next time on the Comedy Defect Podcast. Mm -hmm.